Today's episode is being sponsored by Kingsley 1945 watches. To check out the Kingsley 1945 collection, go to www.amitdevhonda.com and click on the Kingsley 1945 collection on the upper right-hand corner. Okay, on with the show. On today's episode, I want to talk about how legendary pioneer and watch mogul Jean-Claude Bivet's Patek Philippe reference 1518 in pink gold sold for a whopping almost 3.6 million at auction last month. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's going on there, watch fans? It's Amitav Honda, and welcome to my podcast. So uh, I hope you're having a great summer and you're chilling out and you're with loved ones and you're safe and wearing masks and uh, just trying to get through this time. Uh, It's been an interesting one for me, to say the least. Um, For those of you who are unaware, I actually uh, I was living in Las Vegas for the last uh, 10 years. I left Las Vegas uh, at the end of. Uh, January uh, to pursue a more spiritual path. Um, you know, I was my I, I basically I was renting an apartment in Las Vegas, very close to the Strip. I uh, you know sold all my furniture, sold a lot of my just got rid of a lot of things, and just decided I my time in Vegas was up. And uh, I I I don't know how I planned it or how I timed it. It just uh, worked out that I. Uh, you know, then went to uh, L.A. to visit my sister for a month. And uh, the goal was to travel the world to get certified in my other passion besides watches, meditation, which I've been practicing for almost, you know, 15 years, uh, learning from a, an Indian guru who uh, has taught me a lot, as well as it's very much a part of my culture since I'm Indian. Um, but also just learning myself from many different sources. Um, and then, you know, by the end of the year, my goal was to go to India and uh, get certified in meditation and then start really teaching it as a business next year. Uh, watches is all about time. Meditation is all about timelessness. So uh, it's really the yin to my yang. And, uh, you know, I, with this whole global pandemic that we're facing and all these uncertain times and the you know rioting and looting and all these things i'm in boston now uh i'm you know staying with family and uh, this is where i'm from this is where i was made if you will uh in terms of my career in watches this is where i got you know all my experience this is where i had all the opportunities to go to europe to switzerland to germany uh i was in a family business this is where we were based it's uh, it's it's very very surreal to be back. Uh, it's very emotional uh, on many many fronts, um, but it's also a great reminder of how far that I've come on my own, and uh, I'm very proud of my journey. And it's nice to be back in the place that I once called home. Um, so today I want to talk about uh, Jean Claude Bivet, who is the I believe the CEO of Tag Heuer and of Hublot. He's also responsible for selling 
Hublot to LVMH, which you know owns Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. Uh, he's responsible for selling the Swatch Group, Blancpont, Breguet, and La Suta Original to the Swatch Group in the 90s. Um, he's had an, an amazing career. He's one of the most important people there is in the watch industry. I'm incredibly blessed to have communicated with him uh, over Twitter. I've seen him in events in Switzerland. Uh, in fact, when we were retailer uh, in Boston uh, till about 2007, uh, Hublot was, was launching the Big Bang and Jean-Claude Bivet was uh, at the forefront of it and he offered it to us and we passed. Uh, I was never really a fan of Hublot. Uh, I've respect, I've, I immensely respect what they've done, what they've accomplished, uh, their place in, in the watch business and what he's done with it and all of his accomplishments. Um, he's 71 years old. He's got more energy than anyone I know, even half his age. He's a true legend and uh, he has a passion. He has a desire. He believes in what he's doing. And uh, it's just a testament to him. His Patek Philippe recently uh, that he owned, he had four Patek Philippe watches. The one that I want to focus on is reference 1518, manufactured in 1948. Uh, the watch originally came out in 1941. Most of the examples known are in yellow gold. Uh, the ones that are known in pink gold all have silver dials. There's only 13 with pink dials, out of which he was... One of the lucky owners to have one with a pink dial. And probably the finest example of reference 1518 in pink gold with a pink dial, uh, which is mind-blowing considering that uh, the bezel and the case back were snap-on case backs. So there's much more of a chance of moisture to get in and to discolor or disfigure the dial. But considering how old it is, um, the condition is practically flawless considering... Um, it's an amazing piece. This was the world's first perpetual calendar chronograph uh, in a series. Again, it came out in 1941. The size is 35 millimeters. The dial, the movement, and the buckle are all signed Patek Philippe. Uh, this went for almost $3.6 million last month in Geneva, Switzerland, put on by Philips Auction House in association with Oriel and Box. I haven't seen one personally live, but I've got to tell you, it's probably one of my favorite Patek Philippe watches I've ever seen. Uh, those of you who are who like watches and who follow watches must know who Hodinkee is. Hodinkee is the leading journalist for watches in the world. He has a segment called Talking Watches. Um, I believe that 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 watch that was done about two or three years ago. That that segment between uh, Benjamin Clymer, who's the founder of Hodinkee and, uh, and Jean-Claude Bivet. Um, and, um, you know, he talks about it. It's shown in the video. Um, but I will put a link to Philip's auction house website so you can see the watch, so you can see it from all the different angles, so you can see the dial. It's probably one of the... I mean, I've always loved perpetual calendar watches. This has two major complications in one, a perpetual calendar and a chronograph. I'm not really a huge fan of chronographs. Most people who have chronograph watches don't even use their chronograph today. They're more stylistic. They're more masculine. They're sporty. Um, this is, you know, combining two, two things. The elegance and refinement of a perpetual calendar 
which uh, you know has the day, date, month, year, uh, moon phase, um, which is a very useful complication with the everyday sensibility of a chronograph, the sportiness, the masculinity. Um, but it was 35 millimeters, which is very small in today's uh, dimensions, considering women are wearing about a 36 millimeter watch on average today. So, but this is one of those pieces, I don't care. I would absolutely love to wear a piece like this, even if it's around my ankle. Uh, I love big watches, but this would be an exception. It's just so cool. Uh, the contrast, you know, between the moon phase and the pink dial and, you know, the, the pink gold case. I mean, it's just a beautiful, pink gold is rich. It's warm, it's subtle. It's, uh, I don't know, I, I like pink gold always much more than yellow gold. Yellow gold was always much flashier and uh, more ostentatious to me. Pink gold is much more subtle and it's much more sophisticated and refined. And um, yeah, this is, this is one of those pieces for sure. What amazes me more than anything is that even in a pandemic like we're going through and possibly, I mean, definitely a global crisis, not just you know, for, you know, COVID-19, but also financial crisis, uh, where most people can't even put food on the table and are struggling to pay their bills. There's someone out there who just bought a $3.6 million watch, vintage watch, uh, from 1948. Uh, production on this watch, uh, halted in 1952. The watch was made for 11 years. Um, but very few examples in pink gold with a pink dial, incredible condition. Um, Many there were participants from many different countries who bid on this watch. It's a testament to Jean-Claude Bivet, it's a testament to Patek Philippe, a uh, testament to Philips Auction House. Uh, Patek Philippe, uh, you know, is amongst the top three brands in the world with Rolex and Audemars Piguet. It just solidifies their place in history uh, and reinforces them as a brand. The demand, not just for vintage pieces, but what it does do is it also transcends the current modern pieces and makes them more collectible and more in demand, especially when they have auctions like this. That last time I think they had an auction for this reference was in 2016. I think it fetched half of what it fetched uh, in this auction. And, uh, you know, Pat, that's the thing about Patek Philippe. They're always breaking their own records. So, um, you know, it just amazes me that they're being able to do that despite what's going on out there. And, um, you know, listen, for me, it's a big deal for me to do, uh, you know, a podcast on Patek Philippe watches. Um, it's not my, it honestly is not my favorite brand in the world. Um, you know, if you were to ask me which Patek Philippe would you wear uh, today, you know, it wouldn't be a Nautilus it, that everybody wants. It wouldn't be an Aquanaut that a lot of people want. It wouldn't be a, a Turbion or a Sun Moon Turbion or a, a Quantum Perpetual. It would be their Perpetual Calendar that they make in white gold, which is just amazing. It's probably their their best execution, uh, the 5320G in white gold. Stunning. But back to this 1518 reference uh, in pink gold. It's just a stunning, stunning piece. And, um, you know... All of those people out there who are naysayers, who are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, whatever. These things, they lose their value, especially in a global crisis. Or, I mean, 
look at the look at the prices. Just look at the prices, not just of this auction, but look at the prices online of their current stuff. I mean, Patek Philippe's got probably a handful, if not more, of brand, of watches within their uh, collection that are going for over retail and in some cases more than double retail. And by having an auction like this, it just makes the brand hotter, more in demand and more relevant. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at amitdavehonda.gmail.com. If you want to talk more about this, I do charge a $150 consultation fee for my time. Um, you know, we can talk on the phone or we can email. And if you decide then to purchase a watch from me, I will deduct the 150 you paid from the final purchase price of the watch. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Check out my website at www.amitdavehonda.com where you can listen to a podcast, read my world-renowned blog. You can check out my press section. I've been quoted in the New York Times. I've been uh, interviewed by arguably the best watch magazine in the world, Revolution Magazine. I have a slew of other uh, incredible press that I'm proud of. Uh, you can shop for a pre-owned watch in what I like to call the, one of the best places to go to buy a pre-owned watch. Uh, these are all with boxing papers. Uh, very few are without. Uh, they're all coming from some of the best dealers in the country. And uh, until next time, rock on, fly back, and stay happy.